Hello and welcome. I'm Maggie Batista. I'm a business guide, storyteller, and the host of the We Are Magic podcast. I'm also a human existing through our crazy, beautiful times. We Are Magic is a podcast on peace, personal growth, and entrepreneurship. In this space, I share stories, lessons, and discoveries at the intersection of inner transformation and entrepreneurial manifestations. I'm here to help you connect to your magic, your soul work, the blend of all those things that make you unique, so you feel empowered to create work that feels truly aligning. I'm so glad you're here. Hello. How are you? I'm really glad we can spend this time together. Today, we're ultimately speaking about the concept of alignment and what it means to be aligned. Now, there are lots of things that make alignment interesting to me. Lots of paths I followed to be here today. The paths involve exploring concepts like humanness and flow and peace. So I'm going to get into some of that today. And even better, next week, I'll drop a follow-up episode that gets more practical. So theory first and then practice. Okay? Okay, let's go. There's a current that flows through all we do. And when we're going with the current, we say, many people say, we're in flow. Flow is a good feeling or harmony between your intuition and your mind. Now, your mind is full of thoughts and many of them lead to action, whether it be action you take in life or in work. Your intuition is your knowing. It's that part of you that just knows something. It feels into it instantaneously. Your knowing often slices through with glaring clarity. I actually got that vision in a meditation that my my knowing, my intuition was like a knife that sliced through everything. When the mind and your intuition are working together, We say we're in flow. I say I'm flowing or I'm in the flow. Flow is like a batch of moments or a moment. And though I aspire to be, I am not perennially in flow. We're humans. I'm a human. And it's hard to be perennially in flow. Because of the madness of life on this planet, the constructs we've built around living and working and suffering, these are not things that encourage flow. In fact, they fight flow every day. And you are the keeper of your flow. You're the only one who is really going to champion for or prioritize your flow. 
Now, getting into flow isn't without effort. Like, it's easy for some people. I imagine that it's easier for, let's say, a Buddhist monk to find flow. But it was a process for me. It's a process that's taking me years, and I'm still learning it to this day. I think I'll always be learning. I expect that, and and that's fine. To get into flow, I personally need to do two things. The first is cultivate my humanness, and the second is practice peace. I want to talk about both these things. Let's talk about number one first, and that's cultivating my humanness. Nurturing, fostering, loving on the human that is me is essential to my development toward and ongoing alignment. I talk a bit about humanness on the We Are Magic site at wearemagic.studio. Over the past, gosh, seven years or so, rather unintentionally, I've done extensive inner work that's ultimately led me to finding a way to live in the present and consequently do better work. And I keep referring to work, but I often mean our calling, our soul work, our purpose. But those terms are complicated, and we'll talk about them in the future. For now, let's just call it work. The way, the path that's unfolded before me has become a new way to view my humanness, and I call it the humanness spectrum. It's a working paradigm that I put together, and it covers all the parts of us that make us human. It's not at all scientific because I'm not a scientist, right? It's a categorization of patterns and practices that I've explored and gathered into a blueprint or mock-up that's helped me as I cultivate my humanness. And I want to share a bit of it with you today. There are six parts. Within the body, there's thoughts, awareness, and embodiment. And outside the body, though, I suppose one could say it's all within and without. Regardless, there's belonging, self-fulfillment, and spirituality. So that's six parts, thoughts, awareness, embodiment, belonging, self-fulfillment, and spirituality. Two things about this spectrum that are important to know. First, I created this working paradigm as a way to view my own humanness after consistently practicing ways to get into flow. I've had several dark nights of the soul because there's often many, there's never just one, And I've always found that coming back to nurturing my humanness led me back toward the light, away from the dark night. Second, the idea of cultivating humanness is not at all new. Humanistic psychologist Abraham Maslow first created his hierarchy of needs in the 1940s and refined it over decades. Now, as it turns out, Maslow barred his concepts quite generously from the First Nations indigenous people of the Canadian lands just south of the Arctic Circle. He visited the Blackfoot tribe there and learned of their beliefs in 1943. The Blackfoot people believed 
that all things begin with self-actualization. And that it leads to nurturing your community and ensuring cultural perpetuity. And that's the idea that important teachings live on through generations. So to review, work on yourself because that will encourage you to nurture the people around you. And that will move you toward ensuring that culture and stories and ways live on through generations. So the humanness spectrum isn't new. It's just my way. I find that putting thoughts into what I'm going through has served me well. And at different times in my life, it's made it possible for me to share my mistakes and lessons with others. In the show notes, I link to a beautiful image of the humanist spectrum created by my graphic designer. So if you'd like to take a peek and read more about it, go and take a peek at that link. So that's cultivating my humanness. At least it's a start to it. Let's go on to number two. And number two is practice peace. I ultimately found that the best way to cultivate my humanness was to do something really simple. Practice peace. Prioritize my peace. Seek out my peace. Be peaceful. Practicing peace is a part of cultivating my humanness, and it also comes about from cultivating my humanness. If I nurture as many areas of my humanness as possible on a regular or semi-regular basis, I operate in a more peaceful way. And that piece has the potential to improve all the areas of my life. I also personally lean very heavily into peace as a core practice, like it's one of the things I focus on. And that's because it creates space for me to love, to practice loving kindness to myself and others, and to focus on my personal growth without focus on someone else's personal growth or trying to desperately control things around me. I also found that the more peaceful I am, the fringe benefit is I create the space to discover my superpowers, that thing that makes me authentic, my special sauce, what makes me magical, and what makes me very powerful. Okay, why am I explaining all of this? I'm explaining all these concepts because all of them combined create a peaceful flow that prioritizes my well-being and syncs me up to what's important to me. All together, they help me stay in sync with all of my parts, especially my intuition. And alignment for me is that syncing when my flow, my peace, my humanity, my work, when all of it lines up in a beautiful way, all sort of generally oriented together and in harmony with each other, that's alignment. So when you hear someone say, I prioritize alignment, I need to do my alignment activities, I need space to get aligned, I need to get out of my head and into my body and sort through some things, all of that feels like the practice of getting aligned. 
Alignment is being in sync with your intuition. And it's also being in sync with all things within me and ensuring all of it works in harmony with each other, at least as best as it can. I believe in creating space to practice alignment, so I am more peaceful, and I'm able to make decisions that feel good. And I now consider alignment essential to the development and ongoing alignment of a human, and even more so for a business. And well-being is the basis of my work. If you join one of my courses, you will see that we talk about alignment and well-being throughout the process. Now, I didn't always believe this. (laughs) I am far from perfect. I used to run, run, run myself into the ground, pushing my ideas, my interests and ambitions on all fronts 24-7, taking immediate, less aligned action immediately, like in the moment when an idea struck, making choices that didn't always serve my highest self, let alone that of the collective, let alone that of the individual I was meeting with later in the day. When I finally chose to seek alignment, here is what changed. With each practice, the easier it became to make daily decisions, to release myself from past stories, to trust my inner knowing, to seek my identity not through the eyes of others, but through my own thoughts, feelings, and awareness, to treat myself with kindness and compassion and to see others with kinder and more compassionate eyes, to choose my battles wisely and prioritize my peace daily, and ultimately to take steps toward aligning entrepreneurial engagements. I sought a path toward alignment daily and eventually moved toward a new kind of entrepreneurship, a more embodied entrepreneurship, Entrepreneurship that's less about actively seeking purpose and meaning, but allowing purpose and meaning to unfold when I honor my sovereign body. Can I say that again to you? Entrepreneurship that's less about actively seeking purpose and meaning, but allowing purpose and meaning to unfold when I honor my sovereign body. Every day, I seek peace and alignment across the spectrum of my humanness in order to be better connected to whatever makes me magical. My magic helps me make way better work, work that creates abundance for me and others, work that makes an impact and really matters to me and my communities. This work also led me to create We Are Magic Studio, a space for discovering your magic and supporting your entrepreneurial endeavors as you do all the things to make your impact on the world. Now, there is no special thing that I know that you do not know. You can cultivate your humanness and prioritize your alignment and your peace too. 
you can choose to lean into the practices you already do and or explore new practices that may help you grow further. You don't need to practice everything. In fact, I found that focusing on one to two practices at a time was the most aligning path for me. And slowly, over years, not days, (laughs) I added in additional practices. And now I cultivate all the parts of me, including my embodiment, awareness, thoughts, self-fulfillment, belonging, and spirituality. And when I ignore or overlook one of those areas, I feel a little unsettled, which is okay. Discomfort is okay, but it's my clue to find a way to get more aligned. I hope that these thoughts and concepts are helpful to you. As always, take what feels good and leave the rest. And in our next episode, I'll share very practical ways to practice alignment, including how I now dedicate sometimes up to four hours to alignment each day, but also how you can do it in just five to 10 minutes per day. Thank you for listening to the We Are Magic podcast, created by me and produced by Abby Circatella. You can read more about me and my online courses at wearemagic.studio. It's a space where I support embodied entrepreneurs as they make beautiful things to inspire and serve their communities. Until next time, may your peace bring you all sorts of magic today. Thank you.